Hello, listeners. Will Snyder here, co-creator of Neon Knights, The Arcane Files of Jack Tracer. Just a quick little footnote on this episode. If you notice at the end, there's a Jack Tracer monologue that kind of comes out of nowhere, and that's due to some audio being lost during the mixing process. And I had to throw something in last minute just to make everything make sense. And you'll also notice the last bit of narration at the end or in the outro. I'm doing it instead of our amazing narrator, John Patrick Wenzel. That is also due to some audio being messed up. And I just felt it wasn't going to be a good way to end the episode. Um, but still a great episode. Hope you enjoy it. And be on the lookout for part four of our season finale in two weeks. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Welcome to Neon City, where the lights are bright, but darkness looms. Where Detective Jack Tracer spends his evenings investigating the strange, eerie, and unknown. What secrets lay hidden just beyond the street lamps? Find out on Neon Nights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer. When we last left our story, Jack had received a mysterious missive from Daisy's abductor. Jack must meet the man in his office at dawn. But will Jack be able to save Daisy before it's too late? Find out in part three of our season finale, The Case of the Book of Death. I went back to my office to await Daisy's abductor. It's now almost 3 a.m., and the sun wouldn't be up for another three hours or so. I decided to try and get some sleep as best I could. So, I had a few shots of whiskey to calm my nerves, and slowly began to doze off. While asleep, I had a nightmare about the night I met Red. As I watched her on stage, she began to cry blood. I tried to run to her, but a hooded figure blocked my path. I reached for my gun and fired a shot. And as the figure fell to the floor, the hood came off. And it was Daisy. I dropped my gun and fell to my knees. And that's when I saw three ghostly apparitions standing around me, laughing at me. One was Rothschild. One was Lillian, and one was Martha. Red just stood there, shaking her head at me, and then she walked away. I begged for her to stop, and then I woke up. It was dawn. Come in. Hello, Jack. Sam? In the flesh. Sam? How long has it been? Two years? My, time flies. But, but you're... Dead? Yeah, I remember. 
Hard to forget burning alive. How? I was given a second chance. A second chance to make things right. What are you talking about? Do you remember the night of the fire? Sam, I... I... Do you? Yeah. I remember. Remember how I saved your life? And how instead of returning the favor, you ran like a coward? Huh? Like my scar? A little souvenir. Every time I touch it, I think of you. That's not how it happened. Oh, really? Then how did it happen? The little girl. She was scared. And she could barely breathe. If I hadn't gotten her out of there, if I had tried to save you, we'd all three be dead. Oh, so you get to decide the worth of my life. It's not like that. I don't want to hear it anyway. It doesn't matter. What do you mean? You see, Jack, I didn't actually die. Not really. After you ran from the building, everything just sort of went black. And the next thing I knew, I was in some sort of limbo. And there I remained until a certain someone, proficient in old texts, read a spell and brought me back to life. Daisy. The Book of Death. Ah, I see you are still up to snuff on your detective skills. Precisely. When she read from the book, it brought me back, but I'm on a bit of a time crunch. Only have till sunset to- You want to kill me? Bingo. You were the one that's been calling me. The one that was outside my office last night. It's hard to believe at first. The purgatory I was in might as well have been hell. Imagine being in a void, where you only exist in your consciousness and have only your thoughts to keep you sane. Two years, two fucking years, and every once in a while there would be a voice, a deep voice telling me that everything would be made right, that I would get my revenge. I never thought it would come, and yet, here I am. Oh, I've waited for this. To see my wife again. To go back to my job, and this time, with a different partner. Well, what are you waiting for, then? Unfortunately, me coming back did come with a catch. You have to go see him. Who? The one who has been pulling all the strings. Asriel. He's even more anxious to kill you than I am. And why would I go meet him? Why wouldn't I just plug you right here? Because then, you won't know where Daisy is. Where is she? With Asriel. And I will be more than happy to take you to her. Fine. Let's get this done. We got my car and drove back to the ruins of the Fate Sisters Thread Factory. The place where Sam had died, or sort of died, or, or whatever. He was a different man now, though. Not the same person that I had lost two years ago. Not the same partner who I had been on countless cases with. And not the same man who I thought of as a brother. He was angry and full of hatred. I don't know. I, I guess I couldn't blame him. I'm not sure how I'd react if I was put in his position. I hope Daisy was okay. 
At this point, with Red now fraternizing with the Black Knights, she was the only person, well, besides Mickey, who I saw as a friend. She was counting on me, and I refused to let her down. The way I let down Sam. Sam? What? I'm sorry. (laughs) Are you now? If you could... If you could just understand the situation, see it from my side... I don't give a rat's ass about seeing anything from your side. I died. Painfully. I don't care that you saved some dumb little bitch. I saved you. And you abandoned me. But it doesn't matter. Because very shortly... All of that's going to be rectified. Shall we? Daisy! Jack! Sam, why is she bound and gagged? Oh, it wasn't my idea. It was his. Hello, Jackie boy. Ray. That's right, so glad you could join us. Let Daisy go. Now why would I do that? I'll give you six reasons. What the fuck? Nice shooting there, Tex. How's that possible? Oh, I don't know. Maybe because I'm immortal. Because I'm a demon. Because I'm the angel of death. You're Ezreal. Now you see me in my true form. You? You're the one who's been behind all this? Great work, detective. Just... Just tell me why... Because I am the Angel of Death, and on the night Sam died, it was supposed to be you. I was the shadow in the rafters, picking my precise moment to strike. If I had known Sam was able to see me, I would have waited until you were alone. When he saved your life, he threw life and death out of balance. I have been unable to operate in my full power until that wrong is right. I never will. So I send emissaries after you, but they all failed. One by one. First the Black Knights, then Lillian, then the Secubi. But now with Daisy's help reading from the book, I finally have you, and I can end this. Why didn't you just kill me and bring Sam back? That's not how it works. If you outsmart death, I cannot hurt you directly. Sam, on the other hand is more than capable. Sam. Sleep tight, Jack. See you in hell, Jack Tracer. Tie him up to Daisy. Darling, I apologize that you have to go through this, but I promise you when you reach the afterlife, I'll save a nice spot for you. (coughs) You son of a bitch! I know. I know I deceived you, that's on me. Don't do this, Ray, it's not right. Right and wrong have nothing to do with it, it's just business. Well, why do I have to die? Oh, right. Because I can't have you telling anyone what you saw, loose ends, and besides... Don't think I don't know what you really are. I chose you. 
Because you were the only one that could make the resurrection spell work. All right. He's all tied up. Good. Torch the place. Let's get it right this time. Right. No! So long, dear. When you start seeing a lot of smoke, take a deep breath. You'll go faster that way. Let us go! Jack, wake up! Come on, you idiot, get up! What What happened? Well, my boyfriend turned out to be the Grim Reaper. I summoned a zombie to kill you, and oh, yeah, we're about to burn alive. So, do something! What's the point? The point? Are you kidding me? I deserve this. Asriel's right. It's all my fault. Oh my god, you are so stupid. Daisy went on to explain how there was no such thing as fate. Now we define our own destinies. She went on about how sins of our past should not define our future. I had myself wondering what she meant by that. Was Daisy hiding something? After her lengthy speech, I knew she was right. I had to get us out of here, but as hard as I tried to break the ropes, they were just too strong. Then, a figure appeared among the flames. Who's there? Need some help? The mysterious stranger turned out to be Jack's former deceased partner, Sam Marlowe, while Ray turned out to be the evil Azrael, the supernatural entity who's been pulling the strings all along. And now, it seems Jack will finally meet his maker. Or will he? Find out on the next exciting episode of Neon Knights, The Arcane Files of Jack Tracer. Neon Knights, The Arcane Files of Jack Tracer was co-created by Will Snyder and Rachel Craig. The episode, The Case of the Book of Death, was written by Will Snyder and directed by Rachel Craig and is an Evil Kitten production. Theme song is done by Daniel Carl with additional music by Kevin McLeod. Jack Tracer is played by Will Snyder. Sam Marlowe is played by Dustin Napier. Daisy Gillespie is played by Allison Kochansky. Ray Hollington slash Asriel is played by Tim Amos. Red is played by Rachel Craig. And narration is done by John Patrick Wenzel. You can listen to all episodes of Neon Nights on iTunes, your favorite podcasting app, or our website, evilkittenproductions.com. Be sure to also like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Neon Knights Podcast and follow us on Twitter at Jack underscore Tracer. Finally, if you like the show, help us grow by liking, sharing, and subscribing to Neon Knights. Thanks for listening.